Hey friend, do you have ADHD? Maybe, maybe not. It really doesn't matter because either way, you're so welcome here. Whether it's you or someone you live with that has the squirrely brain, I'm here to help. On this show, we'll be sharing perspective shifts and hacks and systems and routines that all work for people of all ages with neurodivergent brains. I spent the last almost decade working with students as a special education teacher and navigating my own ADHD. Whether you want someone to hold space for you or you want the tactical, tangible strategies, you're in the right place. I'm going to help you learn to let it be easy, work with your unique strengths, and move from scattered to simplified. And we're doing it all with positive perspective, self-compassion, and a whole lot of God's grace. Let's do this. Hello, you beautiful human. Today, I'm sharing a step-by-step of what I do when I'm feeling overwhelmed to get out of paralysis, figure out what needs to happen, and just get things out of my brain. I am making a reel that goes along with this, so if it's already out by the time this episode gets posted, I will have that in the episode description if you want to see like what this looks like in action. Um, <clears throat> I don't think that's really going to be necessary. It's super simple, but you know, I know some of us are visual learners, so, and also, you know, like if you want to share the idea with somebody else, but maybe they're not ready to listen to however long this episode is going to be, it might be a good place for them to start. Okay, so I like to do a brain dump, but the way I do it, I feel like it's a little bit different than what I see other places. You know, people are just like, oh, like just get everything out of your head. Okay, cool, then what? Um, but I do start with that first step of like, I write down every single thing that is on my mind anything that's weighing me down anything that's taking up space today's was actually a little bit lighter than it usually is um I usually have like some really weird tiny small things in there like pick up the ponytail that you know you left behind the bed or like something stupid like that I don't know, like lots of very small, tiny little things that it's like, why is this even taking up space in your brain? But like, I just haven't done the thing that I know I need to do. So I start by writing down literally every single thing that's on my brain, anything that's taking up any space, adding any kind of stress. If it's on my mind, it gets put down on paper. While I'm doing this, there's not really a technical rhyme or reason. You don't have to put things in certain places, but the more that I do this, the more my brain kind of starts to recognize patterns of things. So as I was coming up with things in random orders, I was kind of putting them near each other if they were like grouped together. So like one of the things is that I want to finish organizing my daughter's room. You know, she moved on from like very tiny toddlerhood to like older kid toddlerhood. And so things are just shifting with the items that she wants to have out regularly and what's working for us and what's not working. And like, I just need to like deep dive into that. I also have like painting the bedrooms in our house, painting the living room, all of these things. So as I was adding those, I was kind of writing those together. So then in my, well, not in my brain, on my paper, I can see like I have this many things that are all house related that are weighing me down right now. I have this many things over here that are like podcast or coaching related that are taking up space in my brain. I have this many things over here that are like financial or whatever else it is. This many things are like daily routine kind of stuff. So everything kind of ends up having categories in the end, but you don't have to do that when you're writing it down. You can write it down in any order you want. 
Also, I don't like to just write it like a list. Like I just jot it all over the place like a messy little mind map all over my blank piece of paper, which you'll see in the video. Um, <clears throat> if you want, you could use alliance to connect things. That's up to you. So once I've dumped everything out and I feel like there's nothing left to come up right now, I like to go through and I make some sort of mark next to what are the things that are fun that I want to do. Like right now, I really want to paint my desk, but I knew that I needed to record this podcast episode and I needed to finish cleaning my daughter's room up. It's not where it needs to be yet, but like we did the first round of reorganization and then we left a bunch of junk on the floor. So I knew I needed to come in here and get that finished up. I need to record this podcast episode. Do I have enough time now to spray paint my entire desk, give it a full hour before I can bring it inside and handle it to bring it back in before I go to bed? Probably not, which is why I put it off. But so that was like the number one fun thing on my list. So I go through and I give some sort of mark. You could highlight, you do whatever you want. I put stars this time around the things that I think are really fun that I want to do. And then I put an X and again, you could highlight in a different color or whatever you want to do. I went and marked the things that I'm dreading. I like doing this because for a couple reasons. First, then I don't go straight to only the fun things that I want to do because I kind of stagger between like neutral tasks that I don't really mind doing, but aren't necessarily fun. I can like do some of those and then do something I'm dreading. Like once I have that momentum going or do some that are kind of neutral, then do something fun, then do the boring task or do the terrible thing that I'm dreading and then do the fun thing right after as a reward. It's up to me. This also gives me a chance to look for patterns. What kind of things right now am I feeling like are fun and I want to do and I'm gravitating towards and what kind of tasks am I avoiding? What kind of patterns are there with my avoidance? And I've noticed that the things that I'm avoiding right now, it's because either A, it's not something that's going to have like a quick, easy decision, like open the loop and then close it. It's something that's going to take a while. Like one of them is choosing the savings account that I want to start for our daughter. I want to pick one with good interest. I don't know very much about financial things. It's not an area I'm super confident in. So I know it's going to take me a long time to figure that out. And I don't want to even start because of that. And then another one is like painting all of the different rooms in our house. Like that's just going to take a long time and it's really not going to take that long. Like honestly, I could get it all done within a month if I dedicated all of my nights that Gary puts our toddler to bed. But am I going to do that? No, because I have a bunch of other things that I'm also trying to do. So I just feel like it's going to take forever, even though really it doesn't have to. Also, like I have a lot of neck and tension, like an, oh, neck and shoulder tension and like low back pain. And so like painting doesn't feel super great on my body, especially if I try to do like a bunch of it all at once. So I know I need to like stagger that. So again, it's not like something I can easily just start and end. So it gets drawn out forever and ever and ever. And I hate having a million open loops. I think that's the thing is that right now I already have some that are open. So I don't even want to start something new yet that isn't going to be able to be accomplished like that day. Like painting my desk, that is, I, I can have that done tonight. It's done. It's over with. Cool. Got the dopamine hit. The task is complete. Awesome. But the things that are like multi-step processes that take a long time, those are the things that I tend to avoid. Um, that and like big decisions, like the savings counts, a big decision. We need a new bed eventually at some point. That's a big decision. I don't know what, what I want to do this time around. Last time around, we just bought a cheap, uh, 
memory foam mattress that gets delivered to you in a box and opens up but like now that I'm even further in my non-toxic situation and we possibly are going to be having future children again down the line like I don't want a toxic bed especially because like we spend so much time there and do I want to stay with a queen size bed or do we want a king size bed since we have kids in our bed right now like what do I want to do with that I don't know it's too many there are too many steps in that decision that it's one of them that's on my dreading list (laughs) and then I have this list of things that are neutral so then what I do is once I have listed those in some way so I go through I make those marks all over my mind map and then if I have room on that same paper I'll put it somewhere on that paper if not I'll get a new sheet I'll put the things I think are fun I'll put the things I think are neutral I'll put the things that I'm dreading then the last step of this for me is I go through and I circle what would be the most impactful right now if I started doing this or I got this thing done what is going to have the most impact what's going to be the biggest impact I don't have a different word for you guys I'm so sorry (laughs) I've repeated that like 10 times but doing this helps me realize like oh hey half of the things that I have on my dread list are in that like most impactful thing okay I have some of the neutral that I could definitely do that aren't going to be that hard to get started and I know they make a big impact and then only one of the things in my fun list is going to have a big impact and it's not even something that I'm going to see right away so doing this gives you an idea of like okay where do I want to start if I actually want to make a change in how I feel right now so I know that if I want to make a change in how I feel right now the things on my neutral list I need to get back to reading my bible having quiet time at least every other morning preferably every morning because I've not been doing that lately and I've been feeling super overwhelmed and I'm believing things about myself that aren't true about just like <clears throat> I've been having so much mom guilt and all of these things that, like I don't need to be dealing with and I know part of that is because I've not been intentional with being in the word like I'm praying I'm worshiping I occasionally am listening to a devotional here and there but I've not sat down and opened up my bible for an extended period of time and I know I need to do that I also know that I need to get back to my weekly meal planning I've just been flying by the seat of my pants It's been working okay-ish, but it's like in the back of my mind. It's stressing me out. So I know that if I would get back to that, that would make a big impact. And those are on my neutral list. Like I can get those started and that's not that big of a deal. The things that are on my dread list, I feel like I would be better equipped to deal with them if I did some of those things on that neutral list. You know, like if I was really filling my cup each day, if I wasn't thinking about what I'm going to eat for each meal every day, then I would have a little bit more brain space to do those things that I'm not wanting to do. So I hope that this is helpful for you. If you've listened to this whole thing, you're like, yeah, this is great. Um, But you don't know if you're going to do it. Like re-listen to this while you're doing it to remind you of the steps or go watch the video to remind you or go save it or something. Um, Because I know how helpful this can be. And I just... I want to help you in all the ways that I can because I know how freaking hard this is to have a squirrely brain and be trying to live a normal daily life all day every day and live in a world that just like does not naturally mesh with the way that your brain works. So I hope this helps you. If you have been enjoying the podcast and you're like, I'm ready to take this to the next level, hit me up about coaching. I feel like coaching everyone who has come to me that like really desperately wanted to make some sort of change 
they left so lit up they were so ready to go implement the things that we talked about and everything is so individualized just for you it's exactly what you need it's what you're asking for it's not just like the general of what I'm doing here on the podcast that may or may not apply to you it also gives you a chance to ask about those specific things that are relevant to your life and that maybe aren't relevant to everybody else and also you know like I don't know every single person's individual situation so I can't always speak to that but if you want to do some coaching it's really easy all you gotta do send me an email I will send you the full pricing guide that has literally all of the information you could possibly want to know about it I think anyway if not keep letting me know because I keep adding to it um and along with that I always like to let my people know I will not bug you if you ask me for my pricing guide and you're like, hey, can I have that? And I send it to you. I'm not going to be like, hey, have you had a chance to look at that? Hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to come back and bother you. I don't want to make you feel badgered. If it's right for you, it's right for you. And if it's not, that's okay. So um, before we go, I do want to read a testimonial from someone I've been working with lately because I feel like so many of you are going to relate to the situation that she was in and it would help you just feel really seen and understood and know whether or not this might be something for you. So she said, before working with Cheska, I felt like I was running in several directions at once and not going anywhere. Handling parenting with three young kids and learning how to manage the transition to working from home was a big struggle for me. My biggest challenges were getting my daughter ready and to school on time as well as myself. I also struggled with the transition between home and work mode since working from home. I wasn't sure what to expect from a coaching session. I thought I've tried every ADHD life hack there was and none of them worked. I was also worried it would feel like a therapy session, but it was so the opposite. Working with Cheska feels like you're talking to a close friend, someone who knows you, hears you, and cares about you. Cheska gave me some great quote-unquote hacks and ideas that were so insanely simple yet very effective. She is also amazing at helping me center myself, focus on my wins, and managing the expectations I put on myself. After a few sessions, I already see improvements, mostly in how I treat myself. I am more compassionate and empathetic with myself. Cheska showed me that I am capable of accomplishing goals and provided me with the perspective shifts I needed to make changes in my life on my own. I highly recommend Cheska to anyone who is interested in coaching or just needs someone to bounce ideas or thoughts on. She is so easy to talk to and is amazing at considering everyone's unique situation. Guys, that sentence about how she's so much more compassionate with herself and like being able to make changes on her own. I love it. Okay. That's all I got for you today. And I hope to talk to you soon and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.